everybody. It's Wayne with Mark and Areed, and we are so excited that you've come to watch the Eat Community Podcast. We know you're going to enjoy it. We actually did it live originally on our Eat Community webinar series, which we also invite you to come to, but you will love this podcast that you're going to be listening to right now. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? You've got Wayne and Mark here, and it looks like I'm in here twice, but I'm not really. Um, I uh, I just, I, I have two different computers on because I wanted to be able to maybe walk around with one of them. It's interesting, Mark, this has just got a new um, message that I don't recall ever getting. It said, the content of this meeting is being sent to a third party. Yes, it's going through the um, caster. I know. I don't ever recall. I've never had to click oh, okay. on that and say, you know, yeah, I understand. Right. Anyway, we are still in a warm up mode, everybody. Trying to get me set up here. I'm using, I'm not sure that I've done this webinar from this office location. I've done it from here in Idaho, but I'm not sure exactly from this office with this computer. I have two computers here. Um, and again, we're not formally started yet. And as we get closer here in just a minute or so, I'll explain it a little bit more, but why you see my name in there three times. <laughs> I am on on two different devices. And then Mark always comes in as me because it's easier for him to log in and be in that mode um, coming from Bangladesh and rather than trying to go through the, the approach of him just being on his own line, you know, separately. That must, that was Mark saying hi, welcome everyone, I think, not me. I didn't type anything. Yeah, that was me. Oh, it is a weird day here in Idaho. And it's through, it is right at the top of the hour. So let's go ahead and start, start the, start the webinar, Mark. And, and yeah, we just started. All right, we're running. Well, it is right at the top of the hour. We are excited to be here with all of you and um, and doing our Talk with Wayne session. And I really want you to interact with us today. So please be willing to use the chat box or unmute or whatever, because I'm gonna do some things um, with AI that I want you to give some interaction to. And um, and I, I may even give some links to Mark that he'll send out and you could actually um, specifically work with one of the tools that we're gonna show you today. Because over the last two weeks, but even really just this last week, um, we have been able to uh, get invited in a pre-launch to a new software set of tools. There's actually two different programs. 
Um, and I'll talk about those in just a minute. But before that, uh, I said that um, as we were warming up here today, that it's a little bit of a weird day here in Idaho. We're probably going to set a record high temperature today for the day, this day in history for the 1st of February. And that would be about, I think the temperature is going to probably get to be about 63 or 64 Fahrenheit. And the record, I think, is 60. We set a record yesterday. We set a record the day before. So um, this would be three days in a row. But it doesn't feel that way outside because it's overcast and kind of spitting a little rain and a little windy. Um, it just doesn't feel like it should be a warm day, and especially being still in the middle of winter. We're really not even in the middle of winter yet. Winter started December 21st or 22nd. You know, we're only a month into winter. Winter, winter will be three months long. So anyway, um, it, uh, it's a little weird today. I was able to get out earlier today and, uh, and train dogs. And yeah, that's, a, as you know, a, a, something that I do regularly. And here in Idaho, it's actually um, as good or better of a training location that we have in Colorado different. We have different kind of a terrain situation here where we train. Different geology, different kinds of, I'll just call them pests that are out in the fields. Um, and and the, what becomes more of an issue than anything is our holes. And I'm talking big holes, you know, bat size holes that are from either badgers or other large ground living animals that, that will be um, digging holes. Um, also, we have basalt volcanic rock, which we didn't have in Colorado at all. By the way, in Colorado, we have the same kinds of ground digging animals, but not as dense in population as we have here, because um, you just don't see fields with that many holes there. So anyway, um, I do see several new people, and and if you could um, make sure to kind of maybe push at the button to give some little flowers or whatever, or put a, a one in the chat if you're hearing me all right. Mark, why don't you just weigh in briefly, too, just so we make sure we can hear you. Yeah. There he is. He said one word. Yeah. <laughs> no, hi, everyone. How are you all doing? So, um, and we're excited right now because we're going to do several things in the near future that are different. And I'm going to ask Mark to pull up, pull up Kajabi, Mark, and, and, and a preview. Let's, let's put it into the preview mode for um, Environmental Professionals Network. And let's show the audience the way that we have it now, and Mark's got his screen up there now, so you're looking at that, versus the way we're proposing we're going to change it. So it's not environmental professionals. I said it's Kajabi, Mark. You want to get into Kajabi and uh, and then use the, 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 the course, the environmental consulting course. You know, we're getting that, that, bra that black streak across the middle of the screen again today from, now it's gone. What did you do different? It went away. 
yeah th this is the the um, controls that zoom has uh, once okay. so you moved them up to the top anyway um, yeah. right now we use a, a, a format for all of our courses that is um, creates something that looks very different than what you're seeing now mark screen's gonna takes a second it's loading and it'll take a second to uh, to, to get clear it's just getting there it's not quite there on my screen yet it's just blurry still don't don't worry about what the words say um, we will add we'll be changing those but and it's still blurry mark it's interesting it still looks like you know it hasn't gone into focus yet um, go back and show us what the current look is You can just go to another course. Just go to something. It doesn't, you don't have to, well, I guess you change it there. But it's no big deal. It's not, yeah, it's that one. It's weird. Your, your, um, your computer must be lagging a little bit, and it's just not yeah. coming in. So this is the current look, and, and we're actually going to use this image that was on. So don't, don't focus on the image. But the, we've used this same format for all of our courses, for our E-Free, for E-Elite, where there's no sidebar on the, on the left, there is a sidebar on the right, but then there's this table of contents that, that looks like you see here, um, and it's really long, and you only see just a little bit of it at a time. You have to scroll all the way down it. It's probably got a little more information, but if you've been to the site very often, you know that that's what it looks like, right? So now, Mark, let's go back to the version that we're proposing we're gonna use moving forward. At least for one course, we're gonna try it. Here's, here's what the look will be. And it's just, I don't know why it's blurry. Again, that's the old look. You went back there. Is it blurry on your screen, Mark? Does it look weird? Mm, could be my internet. Uh, so, uh, you know, let me pull it up and see what uh, it looks like on mine just because yours is pretty blurry. Uh, so okay. don't share my screen yet. Let me get something up here in the background. And keep track of questions and comments from the, from the audience because I see there are a couple that, that say that there's a couple of interactions out there. And let me know, Mark, when you have them. But I'm just going to quickly pull it up on my. I think I have Kajabi open. I'm not sharing my screen yet. Right. I will be in a second. All right. Yeah, share. So Jason has a emoji put into the chat. So thank you for that. I'm just gonna give you the screen sharing in just a second. I think it'll show now. And Mark or anybody in the audience, tell me when you see it. 
see I see your screen. Yes. I gotta move my. All right. So now we're gonna go back to products. This, by the way, is what it looks like behind the scene at uh, Kajabi when we're working on this. And so this is uh, all products. And, and I think this one is the end of the bottom of the first page. I didn't pass it, did I, Mark? Is it a pyre? Should be on the front on, on the first page. Um, I think so. Did I have to go past it? All right, I probably did. Yeah, you're. Um, images has has image has not loaded yet. Oh, um, has it? Uh, I mean the um, the thumbnails um, for products. Oh, it, it, there. I'm still. Yeah. Don't you see me scrolling on the the products page? Yes, you see. We see all. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's on the second page, Mark. If I remember right, right. I'm on the first one still. I'll get. It's not scrolling very fast. I will tell you that. Mm -hmm. Be slow. That's good for everybody to see. You can see we're coming up on eight years, but we've done a lot. So look at all these different subject areas that we. Have. That's the end of this page. Man, my computer is just slow. Sorry about this, about how slow it is. Oh, it's still on the first page. Okay, go to page two. There we go. All right, now I think we're going to get it on this page. Taking forever. There. Now we're getting to it. That this this is it, I think. Yeah, that's it. My screen blurry? No, your screen is clear, sharp. Yeah, Why well, yours is blurry. But if we now do the preview. Oh, so Mark had left it. So this is what the new look would be. Um, so if, if it was you that was in it, I'll just pick on Alicia or Robert. I know them in the audience. You know, you'd have your picture up here. Welcome, Alicia, for example. And then the table of contents would be over here on the left. So it's very easy to see. 
instead of being in the middle, then we're actually going to be able to do what are called badges that will give for, for people's levels of achievement on the course. So it's, it's called gamifying. So we'll be gamifying it by using this theme. That's what's described here in the minute. Again, we've got a lot of editing still to do here. We probably won't leave it this color. We'll probably put in the background on this page uh, the same thing we had done and now change themes. So customize. It'll be a little slow when you. Um... Yeah, it, is. it is. I don't know why. <laughs> so we'll go to um, the premiere theme so you get to go back and see the current one. But picture what this would look like where it says Wayne here and it's blue in the background now. But what will have in the background will be come on so i'll load this one this is the icon for kajabi's ai so that welcome wayne I think we'll put this image in the background. I really like, where'd you get this? How'd you, did you make this image, Mark, with all these little windows that show New York City? Or did was this an image that was out there that you were- It's a public label image. It's a very cool one. Actually, scrolling behind the scene. I mean, there's something to be said for the look of this, also. I don't know. I, I haven't. I'm. I guess I'm a little up in the air. Give you give your opinions, everybody, about what which of the two approaches you like better. Anyway, um, we're going to be launching this course in the very near future. I think everybody that that is a regular that's online today is a, an elite member. You'll be getting this free. This will be as a part of your membership. Um, but others will, we're going to be selling the course um, because now, Mark, you could, let's, and mine's not blurry at all, is it? Let's pull yours again. Let's see if yours, okay. uh, we switch, I'll stop sharing. You okay. share yours again. Yeah, let's see if, uh, if it's still blurry, because I want I want to look at um, EPN site now, uh, the Kajabi version of it. It's still blurry. I don't now. It, you know now it's still that's weird. Maybe it's just Kajabi. So go and look at um, the the EPN community. I think it's EPN because remember we have a Kajabi site that's so it's one of our not that one that that's our uh -huh. blog site. The other one that's uh -huh. The one that's in Kajai, yeah, you got to go up there.
You need to move up your bar again, Mark. It's kind of in the screen. Just move it up a little higher. Again. Is it clear now or same? It's not as blurry, it's better. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the homepage. So we are gonna be really be kicking off in a big way, Environmental Professionals Network. Um, and so all of you on the uh, on the call today should join. It's free. There's a free version, uh, um, and because we're going to become a whole new paradigm, a whole new approach, which is a business without walls. We're doing this in a very economic way, um, and and creating a business that won't have an office. We'll each operate out of our home offices, or if we've got offices related to another business, we can use those. In my case, I'm not gonna have a formal other office. I'll operate right out of the home office. We'll create teams for every individual project that we do. And those teams will um, make money and and work together. Uh, by the way, leave it there for just a second because I want to point out a picture. That one on the left that got an environmental problem over there. I'm going to just discuss that picture for just a second. Um, we'll, we'll we'll work together as teams on one project, and then maybe on the next project, we'll work in a completely different team, whoever's on the project, because it's so much more cost efficient, and it'll. Uh, make more money for our clients It'll be by saving them money because we won't have to charge as much. It'll make more profit for our team members um, by avoiding the, the need for infrastructure. So um, go ahead and, and join for free. Um, and, and the reason I'm asking you to do that is it'll help us because as we build up a community and get some momentum, other people will um, be able to see that it's growing and people are attracted to something that's growing. So anyway, now let me point out a picture to you. That picture that's on the left where, yep, where Mark's cursor is right now, that is taken right down the road from where I am sitting. Um, and it was probably taken 40 years ago. I probably took that picture and I took it to, to show something that's very different than what it's, it's in showing in this picture, but um, that is a sugar factory and it's currently called amalgamated sugar. And you wouldn't be able to take that. You wouldn't be able to get that same view today because in the foreground, of where I was standing to take that picture where it's just a blank open field there. Um, and today there's, there's um, I think a, a tank farm. I actually think there are large um, storage tanks for fuel and other things that would be blocking the view because this was taken 40 years ago. Um, but this is still a very active business still does, um, it is the only remaining sugar production factory in the Rocky Mountain regions. 
in other sessions and with other speakers, we've talked previously about closed uh, sugar factories in the Colorado region and area um, because it is, and the reason that factories have closed is that um, using sugar cane to make sugar or artificial sources is so much che cheaper than using sugar, uh, using sugar beets, which is what's used here. And we produce a lot of sugar beets in our agriculture in this region. So it's very close. And this company is, is employed, is owned by the employees. So it's a, a form of a cooperative. So all the growers that produce the sugar beets actually own the, uh, the sugar company. The reason that I use this picture all the time, let's see if Mark remembers, because he's hearing me talk about this. And Alicia probably has too, maybe even Robert and others. If you remember what I use about this picture, and it gets a little blurry still, Mark. I don't know why you're, why yours would be blurry and mine's clear, um, but not bad. Does, do you, did, Mark, do you remember what I talk about? There's something I talk about in this picture and why I use it for presentations. No, I don't remember. So notice out of multiple stacks there, you have visible emissions, right? You got one that marks just to the left, the start on the left. You got that big one right there on the left, that big one that's white going up into the air. Those are clouds actually, Mark, in the background there. But there is another one um, coming out of a, a, a smaller stack up to the right, a little farther over to your there, right there. That's another one. But look at how many stacks there are there where they, there doesn't appear to be any emission. So it just looks like they're, they're not working. Yeah, there's one, there's a tall one sticking up over to the right. The, tall, the tallest emission stack there is, is, looks like nothing's coming out of it. Anyway, when, the, when I took this picture and if it was coming in really clear right now, you would see that out of that tall one just to the our right, Mark's left of that, of that's there. Yep, that one, that big tall one. Now you were there, Mark. Your, your cursor was on it there. Go up to the top of it. Yep, that's the top of it. Even if it was a video, you would easily see a non-colored, but if you look, the air would just appear to be blurry. So it, it's not a visible emission. Notice I keep using that word mission. I'm not using the word smoke, right? Because people think about stuff that's coming out of emission pipes as being smoke. I don't know why we use that term. It's not appropriate, but it's an emission. And it's clear for the most part to the human eye. But it is the dangerous emission coming from this plant. You can't see it, but it's where the bad stuff is. It's where nitrogen oxides and sulfur dioxides and, and maybe some organic chemicals are all coming out. The real visible smoke in that stack on the left and the other one, that one, yeah. That's not smoke and that's just, I, I even use the word smoke there. That visible emission is what 
Anybody in the audience or Mark? What is it? Why is it visible? Probably uh, carbon monoxide or dioxide, sulfur <laughs> dioxide. It, most people look would say, yeah, Robert got it. That's water, it's steam. Steam, okay. Uh, and it's not necessarily polluted at all. Uh, um, I don't know who's was that your computer saying that you're you're unstable or was that mine, Mark? I think it was yours, wasn't it? Your yeah. connection was unstable. Did you see that for just a second? There was a something that that went across the screen. I don't think it was mine. Um, anyway, not necessarily today's topic, but was a good one. That is a um, misconception of people about pollution, which is the stuff you see that's visible is what's bad. A lot of times what's bad is what you don't see. Um, and in air emissions problems, pollution problems at this facility, it would be that call stack that's emission, that's emitting probably some pretty bad um, air pollution. Although it's not gonna be horrible because this, this plant is heavily regulated and it's in a very urban area. And so they would not be allowed to have much in terms of emission. Um, but I, I brought that picture up only because it's one I use all the time in presentations and it is over 40 years old, probably. I think I probably took it in, no, nah, probably not quite 40. Probably took it in 1984, so being right at 40, 84, 85, something like that, 39 years old or something. Anyway, a little bit of an aside. All right, now, and let's try your screen for this, Mark, but I see Mark's got up chat GPT. Why don't you go to that real quick, Mark? We're going to talk about a couple of AI products. Uh, now your, your deal's right in the middle, so you need to move that out, Mark. You're, um, there you go, that got it out. Um, this is chat GPT as it currently looks. Um, we have purchased what's called chat GPT plus for our team, which gives us a little more um, options of use types that we can do than just the average person would have. So Mark, go over and show what it says by chat GPT-4 there, because it can be chat GPT-3, 3.5 still. Um, notice that it, in the version that we have, um, it chat GPT-4 um, also has Dolly. Well, Dolly is the, um, Jason, I'll, I'll get to your comment there. That's a good one. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Dolly is the image producing um, AI software that is available to any of us. Um, and then 3.5 is the one that's been there for a while. It's actually gotten so much better and that 3.5 is probably as good today as ChatGPT4 was even two months ago. And remember, 
Chat GPT, open AI chat GPT has only been out for just a little over how long? People guess, or or if you know it, give the number. Don't you do it yet, Mark? Whoever's in, in the audience has got to guess. Give it, give it to us. While you're while you're typing for that, if you are, um, let's go to Jason's question. I'm not seeing it again now, Mark. I can pull it up. Just a second, I'll pull it up. He actually had a comment. Uh, Robert got that right, by the way, about the water vapor. Yeah. Here's a question about North Dakota. Do you see it? Yeah, I'll get to that one. I was just okay. looking back and looking at, at Robert's. Uh, all right. So, Robert, do you have... I didn't even know you got Kajabi courses? Give us a URL to one. We've never gone to any of your courses. We'd love to. Do that while we while I, I talk about Jason's question. Um anyway, and, and it, he puts a comment in in North Dakota. By the way, where are you at in North Dakota? Yeah, I know that state pretty well. So in North Dakota, we have flare-offs from propane. That's very common. Um, natural gas and propane uh, when they're trying to. Um, get rid of what would be excess waste. They'll they'll do what are called flare-ups, which is that they'll concentrate the gas, blow it out of a tube, usually very close to the ground, and then and then light it, and and that'll burn off the excess natural gas or propane. Um, and it is yes a pollutant, so not a great one. There has to be a better way, absolutely. Don't produce more than you need or use it somewhere. Um, put it back into the system and pipe it somewhere and put it to use. Ah, okay. Um, Robert just copied off the website. I got it. I thought maybe you had, you were just, you were quoting. I see you've got the quotes around what you said there. Um, Somebody had said, I can't say enough about the Game of Five Pro template because uh, they really liked it. And, and I, I was thinking, gosh, maybe Robert's got a really cool uh, different course that we, we ought to take a look at. Um, anyway, um, so um, Jason, I hope that helped. But there is absolutely, there's, that's not, it is not a very economic way to deal with excess propane. Um, or natural gas by flare-offs. So um, you can actually put it back into the ground. Also, that's not very efficient um, because now the company that is producing it that wants to make a profit from it is losing the money from something they've already pumped out of the ground. But it, it could actually again, be put into the system and stored somewhere or used rather than just flared off and creating air pollution. Um, but anyway, back to chat, chat GPT. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take my screen here in just a minute because I've got stuff up, but stay here. We can still read it. 
Um, the, new, the new form of GPT-4 um, has got Dolly and then chat GP3. And then there are a whole bunch of plugins that didn't used to exist. And, um, and then either there's a number of other GPT things that they can also get. And yes, green roofs can absolutely reduce indoor air pollution and, and, um, or outdoor air pollution. I'm not sure they, they're gonna do a lot on the indoor side, but here, Mark's throwing some cool um, up on the screen here. These are people who have taken chat GPT and associated it with certain things. So stay there on that kayak one, Mark. Um, kayak is a app slash program that helps people schedule travel. And I don't use it a lot, but I've used it. And I don't know how, I, I, I just think I looked at this briefly the other day, but why don't you click on that, Mark, and see what it does if you click on that kayak one. I think it, what it does is it sets you up in, in, in prompts that you can use to, to schedule. Yeah, it does. His blurriness makes this really hard to read. What are those questions saying? What are the prompts that are on there? How much is a boutique hotel in New York? Is that what it is? Yeah, how much is a boutique? Um, how much does it cost to fly to San Francisco? Yeah, those are all valuable questions. I'm not sure kayak has to be involved with that because I think I think that that uh, first it's going to ask you where are you flying from, Mark, uh, to help you find the cost. Could you please? Yeah. So give you give your departure, give your you know give DACA, and 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 then see what it says. I think you're answering your own question, Alicia. I don't know why double cover cropping would not always be of some really good value. So now ChatGPT through Kayak is, an is answering this. And Mark had to say, allow. Why did you have to do that, I wonder, Mark? It, it asked for some permission. I gave it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I wonder why it needed it. You know, it, but I don't. Do you? I don't know why just directly talking to Chat GPT wouldn't give you this. Oh, you know, no, maybe I don't know. Well, it's because they want you to book through Kayak. There's why it is. It's now got um, below the price there. It's putting in, you know, a clickable link so you could book right through right through kayak. So they're all they're trying to do is just use chat GPT as a right. So 1700 you can book. So it's just so it gives you departure a return, arrival, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Air India. Yeah, those are just all kinds of options. <laughs> but those book nows, so all of them are through are through kayak. So you be, you know, kayak would be making their little bit of money. All right. Well, that's clearly what those things are doing. Um, 
couple of hints. This is we're going to talk AI today because a lot of people don't realize this, but um, right now to use the AI capabilities of open AI, there's an old saying about lots of things in light that I'll give you the first half of and you fill in the second half because you've probably all heard it, but it is more true for open AI than it is for just about anything. And here's the first half of the statement. Garbage in, fill in the blanks. Garbage in. Garbage out. Garbage out, yeah. And it means if you don't have a good prompt, and there are good prompts, there are bad prompts, and there are sort of indifferent prompts, kind of in the middle. Especially if you don't have a good one, it's like garbage in, garbage out. Your garbage in is the bad prompt, and the garbage out is you'll get mad. You'll, you'll say, well, this chappy GBT doesn't do anything for me. So let's not go into kayak, Mark, but let's ask the same question. Chat GPT, start a new, so start a new chat and ask how much, you know, what did, did you ask it? How much does it cost? Or what did you put? Put in exactly the same question, but don't use kayak. Let's see what it, is that what you asked it? Or did you just ask about flights to San Francisco? No, I, I just asked how much does it cost? Same question. Cost to fly from Dhaka uh, to Mexico. You yeah, that, Mark. That Mark had a little bit of garbage in there, and it may not <laughs> work well because he put how much does it cost to fly to from Dhaka? Oh, yeah. okay. And he, he had that wrong, but it's getting it. So it used kayak. And it used Expedia. But look at how much the price is using this. It was way less. Right. I think this is and, one way. Oh, it's one way. All right. Yeah. Uh, yours was well, still less. If, they, if you, it seems like it was then, say a round trip, Mark. So change your prompt. Again, a little bit of garbage in, garbage out. Do another prompt now. Say, uh, give me a round trip ticket. Tell me the cost of a round trip ticket from flight, a round trip flight from DACA to San Francisco and back. So one of the things that ChatGPT4 is beginning to do now, it didn't do this a month ago. It didn't do it probably a week ago. I'll point it out as soon as it finishes here. Well, look at they do have round trip tickets for $644. Wow. $1,709 that it was trying to charge us when we used their, their little deal. Yeah. Expedia lists 700 This kayak suggests that's my uh, prices started as low as. Yeah. Why did it just tell us the $1,700? That's what's <laughs> new, by the way, everybody. That's That's pretty new. Those quotes, that is the reference. That's a clickable link. ChatGPT did not, until very recently, have any clickable links. 
So that's taking Mark to Kayak. We left, he just left ChatGPT and he went to Kayak. Let's look at the other one. Let's look at Expedia, Mark. So go back to ChatGPT, see if when you click on that little quote, if it takes you right to. Expedia, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's Expedia. Okay. But I don't know why. It seems so crazy that it puts 1708 when it's not even close to that. I mean, it's a lot less. I guess a lesson to be learned from this is be really careful when you're using anything on the internet and asking questions especially about things you're going to pay money for one way or the other. Don't just pay money just because it tells you something. Do a lot of research and find out what whatever it is you're trying to do and buy, what the right price should be for it. All right. Um, just because yours is so blurry, let me take back the screen, Mark. Look at these two new products. One of them is called AI Coaches. And the other one's called AI Sellers. We'll go to that next. Mark, make sure to tell me if there are any. Uh, questions or comments from people. Yeah, some questions are here. One from Robert. He's got a long one. Uh, I, see I see that. I am seeing that. Okay. Jason, great going the garbage out. I saw we talked about that. Got an interesting question about compost. This is Robert. This is Talk with Wayne, Robert. Timing is this. Well, we could jump into stuff, whatever. We, I want to be answering you guys' questions. We'll come back to this AI coaches in just a minute. Is it possible to get some sort of certification for compost? That's a great question. You can see I'm parsing my lips a little, which means I'm thinking, I don't know of any. That doesn't mean there isn't. I would not say I've researched it, but I don't know what it would be if there is, because I think people selling compost would be using it if it was available. And I don't know that I've ever heard of it being available, but it makes sense that it should be. For example, if a compost is made from manure, grass, you know, we call it brown and green matter. That's what it takes to make a compost. You have to have a, the right kind of a mix of ground, brown and green matter. Um, if, if the green matter or the brown matter was highly polluted, I think I'd want to know that. 
and I wouldn't necessarily buy that if I had the option to buy something that was made from materials that had some kinds of quality control with them. But I don't know of any. It doesn't mean there isn't one. I just don't know of any. I'm imagining that the bagasse from sugarcane or the sugar beet waste can be transported into some sort of... Well, that's a great one because if I was driving around right now and, and could show you other parts of that plant, let me do that quickly. I can show you from the air at least. Put in a map here. I'll get to the rest of your question, but I want to make sure I answer this one first. I'm going to show you around that plant what it, things look like. I got to minimize your question. I'll come back to it. So that circle with the little heart in it is where I'm at. That is my house. <laughs> um, gosh, they're starting to get photos. Over that that's that's a year old. That was taken last year when this house was for sale, and now we own it. So anyway, that's that's looking at the front part of our house. But anyway, that. Sugar plant is right make sure I get the exactly the right spot. It's right. It's right in here. Um, I'll get it in a second. No, nope, it's over here. I'm gonna go to this look. Satellite. There it is. Here is the sugar plant. Those buildings that were in the picture that Mark had up. The, and that photo I took was from about where my cursor is now, taken this way. And notice I said I couldn't take that same picture today because these tanks would be in the way. That 40 years ago, this was an open field over here. So that was taken right here. This is the manufacturing part of the plant right here. Not very big, actually. They store the sugar beets that they're going to be using right here. Again, your question was sugar cane. We'll get to that one in a minute. But for sugar beet sugar production, uh, there's huge stacks of, by the way, that's a, from here to there's a mile. This plant is more than a square mile. It's, probably close to two square miles. Um, so even though this looks small here, I don't, I think I can zoom a lot closer in. Yeah, 
here are those stacks we saw. Here's where the steam was coming out, right here and here, somewhere about right over here, because we're not looking at it at that street level, is where that tall stack that was doing the emissions of what I said is what you needed to be concerned about. Anyway, this area right over here is where they store the sugar beets before it goes into the sugar making. The entire rest of this property, this is just equipment. So all of this area is where they store. But all this back here is waste. So as they produce the sugar from a sugar beet, whatever is waste gets put over here. And these piles over here are 100 feet high. And these are, these are ponds. There's so much water in them that they build ponds to collect the water so it doesn't go off site. And that is a pond also. That's a cooling pond though, to be used in their, in their manufacturing production process. But look at all this ground that was used for waste, all of this. And it kind of ends right here where it's now a farm field. And again, that's one mile from there to there. And another dimension of the mile would be somewhere in here. Um, now, back to your question. Organic or regenerative or biodiverse, bioenhanced descriptions. Maybe there's a DNA sampling that identity microbial. Yeah, South New Jersey County of Gloucester. By the way, that's pronounced Gloucester, I think, everybody. I think that's right. Not Gloucester or Gloucester. Gloucester, New Jersey. Um, has been composting municipal leaf collections, centralizing the vacuum trucks, it's great. They don't use any PFOS type of sludge. How do you know that, by the way? Um, they probably say they don't. Um, I've talked to the Organic Farming Association here about getting a special approved portion of the compost, approved for organic farmers, supply of organic forces farmers to pay big bucks, uh, make their own. Who can credibly test for things? Oh, there's a lot of labs that can do that testing. It's not cheap. Compost certification scheme provides. This is Alicia coming back with an answer. Um, so the CSS, it sounds like the CCS program is some kind of a certification. Um, Robert and 
answer and said, that's right, it's a relationship affirmation for quality. Testing is actually really easy. It's just very expensive. Here's the link that we should put in. I'll click on this link, see what comes up. Keep going here. Thanks, Alicia. Jason says Elaine and Matt, Pauline Ingham and Matt Powers have resources on compost. Alicia puts in the process for creating sugar from sugar beets. Here's the US Composting Council. That's what that website is. They do have a seal of assurance program. Well, this is good. I I personally don't buy compost. I've always been able to make it ourselves. And therefore I haven't looked on compost bags at retailers that have compost. So I don't know how many you'd find that would have that. And I don't know what it takes to make the grade, as they say here, sources to buy. These compost men have made the grade to be included. So here's a list. By Matt. Oh, here's the select estate. I should have done that. I guess let's back up. Oh, well, you don't have to. I'm going to check out Ida. City of Boise Public Works. It's right here. 20 miles south, compost. I've actually, I was right out by that last week where they do their product. So their post is... Um, then... gone through whatever the process is to be approved as a uh, STA certified compost. The only one in the state of Idaho is go over to Colorado where I used to live for a long time and see which ones are. This is a waste management facility, so a landfill. Another landfill waste management. So different company. 
I just know these areas why so I'm looking at these versus other areas that I don't know. Oh, here's actually, this is somebody's ranch where they make black tea compost, Boss Compost Inc. Yeah, look them up. Let's look them up real quick. Boss Compost Inc. Typing in the name. They are. So they make it, looks like they have their own composting process. And they make, quote, organic compost and sell it to facilities in Colorado. And it looks like you can buy it right there at their plant. They've been doing this a long time, since 1978. I think black tea is their um, name. There's not anything more there. I, I mean, it looks like they sell it to retailers. I don't think you can buy directly from them. Trees around the Denver area. All these were smaller. So there's no really large ones, and that's not very many, by the way, that are around Denver and Front Range, Colorado. It's got a way to put it on location. Now, I, I wish they were selling to more, but it doesn't appear they're selling to a huge number of places. But what a great set of questions and neat dialogue there. So Robert says that a one and a half cubic foot bag of compost in New Jersey retails for about $8. Being difficult, get good materials. Look at all the links from Alicia. Mark, again, now that we're using Zoom, rather than go to webinar, which was a change we made fairly recently, how do we end up getting all these really cool links and this great chat dialogue to our audience in replays? How do, the, how do people get that now? Okay, so there'll be a, a file 
a downloadable PDF file that I'll put in um, in the download section. And people are able to download that file with all the chat rule, everything there. Okay. Yep. And how, now just from a work side, how do you, do you just, when, when you get the, when you get the recorded version from Zoom, is yeah. it is that a separate file that just is coming with the video? Yes, it sends me, it gives me the text file, which I can convert to a PDF and upload it as a file. Cool. Well, boy, time has flown today. This has been fun. Um, I've had my, my little camera thing minimized, so I hope I've been smiling some because this has been a lot of fun today. Um, I love it when you guys just, you know, get involved. And, and uh, you did today. You, you gave a lot more great information here than I gave. So that's awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, but I'm just reading. I'm just going to quickly. Um, Robert says, I, you know, I, my guess is that they're not analyzing for PFOS. Um, Robert, that's my guess. Don't know that for sure. And this certification only because it's not, it's just expensive. Uh, here's, you know, Alicia gives a link of, which I've looked at, but it's probably very cool about how to do it. And Mark just gave the thanks everybody for attending. See you next week. Well, I think Mark, if you're if we're ready, here's one more that Alicia put in though in the chat. I think or Robert did one of the two of them. Oh, this is completely different. How did boy you type fast, Robert? Robert says sustainability now dot global has been offering a free public Thursday movie night on for on Zoom for a couple of years. This Thursday, February first. How you can participate your way to freedom, a farm traveler podcast from jo with Joel. Wow, that's interesting. I got to get a hold of Joel. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Um, open to the public. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern, Robert. I click on that, everybody. Let's just see what it does. MailChimp, it's weird, it's not spelled right, so that might not go, that might not happen. No, it is too, came up. Live Hangouts, Sustainability Now. Joel, there's, boy, he's aging a little, we all are. That's a that's a recent picture. He's, he's looking a little older. Um, and that time is Eastern, seven Eastern Standard in the US and Canada. I might try to watch that. That could be very cool. Do they record these? Robert? 
Here's the one next week. This sounds really cool. What happens when tech dies? Yeah, they're huge. By the way, that's how do you how do you recycle all of our electronic stuff? Cool stuff, this one, this is a great one. If you missed it, check out our website. Looks like it is available. Replay it. Yep, Thursday night movies. Here it was January 20th, December 9th. Yeah, looks like, well, I don't know if this is all of them, but it looks like it's quite a few of them. Looks like they don't do them every, I think maybe right now they're doing them more frequently. But two cool sites, movie night, and then looks like the home of sustainability now. All right, well, we're, if we've gone over time-wise, you guys are all, the bomb, as they say. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Share with everybody about this. Give us some kudos. I didn't get to what I wanted to today. You're going to start to see. Go to the EAT site in the next week or so. There'll be a little something that looks a little like... I'm going to show one last thing here. It looks a little like... My screen's still up, right, Mark? Yes. Yep. We can see the coaches. You can see something that looks like this in the next little bit on our website. I'll show you. Um, preview. It'll be an icon down in the corner that'll be moving around a little bit. When you click on it, it will allow you to come up. You're going to see an AI robot come up like this. It won't be this one exactly, but you'll be able to, to, to learn things from it. And we're going to start using these to give more info. Well, one of the things you can do is give us reviews using this little robot. And um, if you wouldn't mind doing that, just go on and you know throw a question at it. And, um, like, you know, I, I know this economics group and I listen to their webinars or see watch their podcast I'd like to review them and then it'll give you some kind of a prompt and, and you can do it so anyway that's going to be it for today have a good one everybody Mark take us out hey everybody I bet you enjoyed that immensely that was one of our most amazing presentations here at the EAT community Please look forward to our next podcast in the very near future, and we look forward to seeing you again on the Eat Community Podcast.